highlighting all the local and national stories which impact you. It's like the healthcare bias, right? Where they think black people don't have any feeling and their skin is tougher than other people's and they don't have, you know, they, they really can't feel pain because there's an issue with the, the nerves in their skin. They have a much higher pain tolerance. Or the only time people come in is when they, they want drugs, right? They don't, you know, they don't. It's not real pain. I find that annoying. I find that irritating. Bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. Because I'm going to tell you, I don't want to hear about how people were just trying to get their lives together. They were just turning their lives around. Tired of hearing it. When it comes down to people going to jail and getting sentenced, we can't hear, well, it's too harsh. We can't hear... The system is unjust. And we can't hear, I hate the police. Because all those homicide detectives, they speak for the dead. You have to have them. Or else there will be no justice. I say, let's hold the mayor, city council, police chief, and every officer accountable for the crime that's committed and come up with a way to fix it. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. All I want are the books made correct. I think historically, black people need to be made whole. If you're not going to pay us reparations, if you're not going to give us the money that you owe us based on what was taken from us and our families, the least you can do is get the history right. Well, thank you. I appreciate you taking my call. You continue doing your work, man. I appreciate you. I listen to you every day. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. All right, so here's the deal. I have been eating chips. So I went to Qdoba, and I've been eating chips all evening, and I have to drink water because, well, you know. Chips get in your throat, and they're they're not very conducive to... um, Talking on the radio and all that stuff. <sighs> all right, Kyle. So I hate to break it to you, but Carrie Noni was like five and oh. Again, can they guess? They get like they she didn't sit there and she didn't give you a reason why. She probably just said, um false. Oh, okay. No knock on anybody else around here, but I, you know, just like Whitney got range. I got a lot of range, Ken. Well, everybody I talked to said Whitney's the one, so. She is. When it comes to music, Whitney going to be it. <clears throat> can I play Whitney? Can I play her no. music? Oh, no, okay. I can't All play right. no Whitney music. Yeah. Right. You don't. You don't. So you don't. So you're. You're. Tomorrow we can play Whitney music. Okay. I Tomorrow I, I will find six 
Whitney Houston songs. All right, now that's gonna and be. And we'll do Whitney Houston as my guest because I forgot to send you six today to be my guest music maestro for. I was trying to come up with a word for Black History Month. I guess. Oh, Lord, 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 what am I? What what have I gotten myself into? All right, these are all old. I need some new questions for Kyle. I need some new questions for Scott. But while we while we talking, it's in right here in front of me. Uh, before we, I'm gonna sound like Bernie Mac. It's in right here in front of me. You don't know what you're talking about. Um, so, Detroit, they have the first black female-owned skating club. Opens at Adam Butzel Recreation Center, and so this is from January 29th, and I first read it in the root.com, but it's from the Detroit Free Press. Angela Blocker Lloyd uh, began figure skating at age nine. She was one of the youngest skaters at the Berkeley Ice Arena and Recreation Center at the time, so another young skater decided to take her under her wing. Angie was a little sister, and I was the big skater, said Candace Tamakla who was 14 at the time. We were also one of only two of a few African-American skaters at Berkeley, and I've been skating there for like a few years. So I took her on as a little sister, and now they decided to take on all the young aspiring figure skaters as their little brothers and sisters. And on that Saturday, Dream Detroit Skating Academy, DDSA, launched the city's first female-owned Figure Skating Academy. Currently, it is the only black-owned figure skating academy in the entire state of Michigan. Academy will be run by them and a woman named Crystal Stewart. It will provide classes for skaters with zero experience all the way up to advanced skater. Things will kick off from 11 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. That's pretty cool. That's what's up. And it's at the uh, DreamDetroitSkate.com if you want to check out the website. That's what's up. You got to start doing those things that will make us um, be able to compete in certain arenas, like skating. You ain't going to never see me on no ice skates. I did try it once. You know, I'm one of those, I'll try it once. Would you jump out of an airplane? Yes, I would, actually. I would. A perfectly good one? Uh, one that's designed to have people jump out of, but not ah. a perfectly good one. It all depends. Okay, that. first of all, I don't think there's a plane made that's designed for anybody to jump out. Well, no, they, they might open the door and let you jump out. Oh, that's true. I don't know. I thought those planes, the little <laughs> helicopters or whatever they were. Planes. They were planes. Planes. I don't know. You ever but, been up in a helicopter? I don't think I have. I have not. I'm scared now that Kobe died. I'm actually very scared to go on a helicopter. I'm not touching that. I've been in the helicopter. Well, because the, the, the Kobe thing was just, why were you even going in the fog? Like, what is that? Like, what kind of pilot are you that you let? Just like the, well, you know what? I don't really know all of the details in relation to that, but I know it was foggy and all that. But it's just like Aaliyah. You can't leave the Caribbean without all your luggage. He told you you were overweight. 
and you said leave anyway. You know who I fault? The pilot. I don't care what you do to me. You can fire me. You can throw me out. I'll find another job. But what I'm not going to do is crash because of you wanting all your clothes on the same plane. You know, stuff like that. That, that, that just disturbs me. But I have been, you know, in my video and video production days, I, uh, <clears throat> I went up twice um, where we had to videotape real estate. So, you know, sometimes you get those pictures, you know, before Google Earth. Uh, we used to go up and take those pictures. And you had to go up about, you know, maybe 200 feet. And the problem was you couldn't shoot it straight down because it was at an angle. So we had to put a harness that came from the top of the helicopter. Have, have you seen combat video where guys are shooting um, machine guns out the side of a helicopter? I've, you know, I like, feel like I can it picture, picture that, it. That kind of harness, right? Okay. But we were laying at about, let me see, that'd be 90 degrees. We were about about 70 or 80 degrees. So you're literally facing, looking straight at the ground with the camera, but you're doing this. So it was, it was strange. Because we would hang out on a harness taking the video so we could shoot straight down. Well, then it got windy, so we couldn't hang out because if you hang out and you blow and you go sideways and hit the side. So we were in the doorway, and the helicopter tilted sideways and went around like this. Second time, we out. What do you mean? Uh, you can find somebody else to do this. I'm done. I'm not sitting on a helicopter that's sideways going in a circle. No, we're not, we're not, doing, <laughs> we're not doing that. Love it. That, no. Then I started doing Packer games, and one day I had to crawl up on the roof. You know that camera that overlooks Packers? Like when they show that, that, that shot from the roof, and it's out, we had to put that camera up there. And on the ground, it's like 85 degrees, but up there, the wind is blowing, and you got to put a harness on. And, get it. and I'm thinking to myself, I've been through this before. Oh, we got to go all the way out so we can put it in and bolt it on. Like, yeah. We did that one time. Okay, I'm done. Hey, you coming up on Saturday? Nope. I'll be there Sunday morning. Because every time I go up on Saturday, we got to hang that camera. No. I don't like heights. I'm afraid of heights. I don't, I'm not... I'm not disappointed in that it <laughs> heights can lead to bad things i don't like heights i don't do heights i don't i don't talking text line may jameson okay michael jordan from the <laughs> okay stop i'm done i'm done thank god we have to take a break you are listening to the truth in the afternoon with dr ken harris sponsored by concordia university wisconsin on 1017 the truth the truth app and 1017 thetruth.com You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. Talking text line been blowing up. Somebody said, Dr. Ken, when did the black Negro migrate? We are not immigrants. I disagree with that fallacy. Well, first of all, your argument 
in and of itself is a fallacy because, and it's just me saying, and I'm just having a conversation, uh, migration and immigration are two different things. You migrate regionally. So when black people in the South came to the North, it was a migration. Immigration is to leave one country location and go to another. From me checking what that means, I didn't see where it was by force or by um, gunpoint or slavery for that matter. But that's just me. And I'm not saying that we came here by choice. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, but the fact that you that it refers to the relocation to another country, it's immigration. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not trying to start a fight or a riot or, you know, <clears throat> just trying to eat my chips, clear my throat, and be good. Talking text line says, ooh, um, I wish we could have this much competitiveness toward education and not just always athletics. That is... Truth. Them's facts. Hard to argue that. Can't argue that. Cannot argue that. By the way, the new 1017 The Truth proudly celebrates black excellence in the most monumental moments in our history that you'll hear throughout the day. Just make sure you tune in all this month as we celebrate Black History Month. 1017 The Truth's Celebration of Black History Month is sponsored by the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, City of Milwaukee, UW Credit Union, and American Family Insurance. I'm just reading these talking texts. I wish I could. All right. So somebody asked this question. And they didn't leave their name, but their number was ending in 6714. Uh, a twist on the question. Is there an undeniable must-have on the wall? Like who has? Martin Luther King has to be on the wall. Come on now. MLK and then everybody else. That's just me. I think Martin Luther King has to be on the wall. Uh, female, if it's a female wall, Rosa Parks has to be on the wall. Harriet Tubman. Uh, no, wait a minute. Harriet Why does Tubman Rosa has, have to be on the wall? Because it's my wall. Okay, well, what, Rosa, <laughs> Rosa, she played an impact, but and then help me if I'm wrong. She sat down and she played a role in the civil rights world, but is she the most Close prominent? Chips before you come over here. Did she have the stuff. most prominent? Did she play the most prominent role as an African American woman in the civil rights in the sense of not just the one act that she did? Give me a name. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Well, then you can't argue something. Just, you ain't got I'm, a name. I'm asking you. You were you were alive when she took that seat. When she took that seat, you was alive, Doctor Ken Harris. Right? It was in the '60s. She took that you seat. Calling me old. I'm saying you are distinguished. Wow. And you've been around for some things. Wow. What year did Rosa Parks sit her behind down? That's what you gonna call it? No, I'm just kidding. I'm, just, I'm playing <laughs> off a joke. I know she made a she's very significant, but I'm just saying is she is she the most instrumental African American woman? Okay. Well, first of all, first of all, I was not born in 1955. Okay, so it was before. So don't you were insult born. me. I'm sorry. That hurt my feelings. I'm sensitive. I'm sensitive. I'm sorry. I'm sensitive. Um, 
Well, then who else? If it's not Rosa Parks, who is it? Is it Fannie Lou Hamer? Is it Harriet Tubman? Who is it? I will put Harriet up before I put her. For sure. I mean, Harriet freed people from slavery. Mm. I, I look it up, and women's leaders of civil rights, and it is the AARP. So. But let me ask you a question. Why does it always have to be civil rights? Why do we go back that far whenever we try to find great black people? We got the Roberts, uh, Robert Smiths of the world. We got all these great black people in the world today. And the only time, every single time we talk about great black people in Black History Month, we go back six, seven decades. Makes no sense to me. Makes hmm. no sense. So many great things that have happened in this world, in this country, in this state, in this city. And we go back to when? 1955. Come on. There's greatness since then. Greatness. Uncle Reggie took a nap and missed your introduction and this afternoon's subject matter. <laughs> Quit taking naps and go back and listen to uh, the Truth app or, you know, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. Now you can check it out. Um, way to soften up slavery, Dr. Ken. I'm not softening up slavery. <clears throat> I'm not softening up slavery. Slavery was... A slap in the face of everything and everyone. What I'm saying is, and I'm, and I'm assuming you're talking about when I said, why do we go back? It's not that I'm saying we go back. I'm saying that let's be more inclusive of people in recent times that got us where we are now. So when we do Black History Month, include some people from the early 2000s, right? People that were in on the tech giant stuff that, that helped build what we have today. All those things. Let's do some research. I guess I'm going to have to do some research. Okay, Kyle, we're going to write a book. Famous black people from, from 1999 on. Something. Hmm. Got to do it. Talking text line says Frederick Douglass. Talking text line says Frederick Douglass. But then Denise said, why do we have to have a male and female wall? You really want to know, Denise? This is my take on it. I'm tired of sharing things that guys do, especially black men, with everybody else. We have spent an inordinate amount of time making sure that we include black women. And I think that is phenomenal. I think it is powerful. I think that it is one of the greatest things. And black women are one of the greatest, if not the greatest asset the black community has. That being said, why can't men have their own stuff? Women got their own stuff. And the argument that you didn't have it before, for me, is not an argument. Women have women's clubs. Men have men's clubs. Women have women's teams. Men have men's teams. We already got Title IX to ensure that money and support and all those things and on a collegiate setting and a high school setting are level. So if men want to go hang out and be men and do man stuff, they should not have to open it up to women. In the same vein, women have a time to be in their own space, in their own time, in their own thing, and they should not open it up to men. Period. There should be some time you could just hang out 
and let man be man. Let women be women. Chop it up. Talk about it. That's all. It, it's, it's not a disrespect on either of them. And I'm not saying they can't be joined together in some things, and they do. But every now and then, I want to just, you know, hang out with the bros and, you know, do some stuff. That's all. So I think they should have their own wall. And if we have two walls, then that will be like eight instead of four. So we'll have more. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> and why are you laughing? Anyway. <laughs> but, but Denise, do you agree? See, that's what I want to know. Do you agree? 833-212-1017. Steve from the suburbs. You on the new 1017 The Truth. Well, yeah, I agree with you, Dr. Ken. But I wanted to bring up uh, one issue that I've always had with some of this black history stuff. See, there are not just people from the present being left out. There are people from the past being left out. People don't realize that before Rosa Parks decided to get on that bus and take that seat, there were other women who got on that bus and took a seat and were brutally beaten, or I don't know if one of them lost her life, but then people never mentioned these people. Well, that was Claudette Coven. Pardon me? That was Claudette Coven. She was the 15-year-old that was arrested for refusing to give up her seat to a white woman. Well, you never hardly hear about her. And then, and and I like Rosa Parks, and also uh, Jackie Robinson. I like Jackie Robinson, but, you know, one day I was at work, and this, uh, this, this Mexican guy walked up to me, and he told me that he took his whole family to see uh, 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 Jackie Robinson. And I explained to him about Satchel Paige and Josh Gibson and all these <laughs> other heroes. Yes, sir. And, and he said, well, who are they? Wow. And I I explained to him that they had a contest against the white players, and they beat them. Right. And that, uh, if I understand it, uh, Satchel Paige called the whole outfield to go have a seat while he strike their best hitter out. Yep. And so they, and I explained to him that might have been why he didn't get invited to the Negro League. Correct. And they decided they, they wanted Jackie Robinson instead. And... Because remember, you know, Jackie Robinson was Jackie Robinson because they chose him. They chose him because of uh, his demeanor. I don't. I think they were pretty much upset at uh, Satchel Paige for what he did. Uh, Josh Gibson was claiming to be the all-time home run leader, not the Babe Ruth. Right. So they didn't like that. Oh, who are these up up the you know what? So. We'll find someone who's calm and and uh, nice demeanor, you know, and and not saying that uh, uh, Jackie Robinson was one of those bootlickers or whatever you want to call them. But Correct. They wanted someone as close to a bootlicker as they could find. Well, but no, and, I, know, I, don't, I don't know if you could say that. I think he recognized the position he was in, and he took it seriously. Well, well. Satchel Page would have got in there and been, you know, throwing that ball and and, and embarrassing them. Oh, That's rocket true. fire, rocket fire. That's you true. Know, and, That's true. And they didn't like that, you know, that, that showboat. And right. Josh Gibson, 
got in there and probably pointed to where he was going to, the ball was going to land. It was going to land in the You know what I mean? Yeah, buddy. And, and this guy just come in there and do his job and Go people sit call down. him on. Yep. Calls me inward and he just look at him and keep on playing. And that's what they like. So I don't hear too much about Satchel Page, uh, Josh Gibson, or any other rest of those guys, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, and a lot of people don't even know they exist. And and when I told that guy, he went he went home and looked it up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so that's all I have to say. A lot of these people don't get the recognition. And, and then it's always one person that gets all the recognition. But we need to recognize all our heroes. Very true. The, the new ones and the old ones. You're right about that. We need to recognize the new ones and the old ones. You know. All right, I appreciate you, sir. All. all right, you have a nice one, okay? All right, Take you care. Too. Take care. 833-212-1017. That reminds me of the movie. I love having movies that Kyle has no idea they're even in existence. If you remember this one, Bingo Long, Traveling All-Stars, and Motor King. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. Too bad we can't play that song on the air, but anyway. Uh, Black-owned businesses are the cornerstone and backbone of the black community from the classic barbershop debates to the local family-owned restaurants we enjoy. These fond memories show the greatness of what Milwaukee was, is, and will be, and that's why the new 1017 The Truth and Associated Bank have teamed up to rebuild the backbone of Milwaukee through our Black-owned business give back. Our goal is to help local Black businesses grow and succeed. Together, the home of Milwaukee Black Talk will be giving away $2,000 worth of free commercial advertising for one month to the first 10 Black-owned businesses who will go to blackbusinessgiveback.com to sign up. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure right here on The Truth. For official rules, head to blackbusinessgiveback.com Associated Bank Member FDIC Yep They blowing it up I think I think the Whitney Houston thing is what like 
made people upset. Mae Jameson, Frederick Douglass, Ida B. Wells, uh, Khalif Browder. Mr. Lee said, couldn't agree with you more. Um, when is Satchel Page with that ball? It was <laughs> the way he pitched was awkward. Yeah, well, if he strikes you out, does it matter? I don't think so. Um, I'm going to have to learn to check before I send my text from a dinosaur. <laughs> uh, you know, one of the ways to do that is to voice them, right? Use your voice, record it, and then send it, and you can just read it to see if it's done correctly because, you know, some people can't do that. I'm just saying, but I'm not whispering. Uh, 833-212-1017. Ooh, that's a lot. Great black people in recent times include Thomas Wynn, founder of the National Association for Black Veterans. Uh, ooh, General Robert Cockroft, right here in Wisconsin. Uh, Willie Sims and many other notable men and women of this organizational, of this organ, of this organization. Mm, I salute them. Uh, my hats off to Dr. Skip Gates. Dr. Joy DeGroy, Dr. Francis Crest, Dr. Sonia Douglas Horsford, and we not we not mentioning his his name. We're not doing that. Uh, <laughs> let us not forget the giants of education doing their thing in the here and now. So then I have to change it, right? What are the four areas that we would use? When we put them on the wall, is it religion? Is it education? Is it engineering or science and math? Is it what business? Like what are the four areas that we would use? Dr. Claude Anderson. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know who Dr. Claude Anderson is, Kyle? He was a monumental moment just recently, I think just yesterday on the new 1017 The Truth. And I know he started a, he's the president of some organization. And yeah. Got to listen to that again. Poweronomics. Poweronomics. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And he's the one that really started up the whole buying black. The power that we have. Um <laughs> Mr. Lee said he got to figure out a way to put it all in one sentence. Uh, all you got to do is, like, keep talking. That's why you use, because I'm lazy. I just use voice and then get her done. But that's just me. 833-212-1017. What four areas would you use to put on the wall? Even for men and women. Four men, four women. What area? What what disciplines, what, for lack of a better term, groupings of people would you put on the wall? Would you pick politics, uh, economics, you know, financial? Would you pick business? I don't know. Like, what areas have black people in America made significant strides? Like, literally, when you think about it, politics, we definitely have. Um, 
So other than civil rights, where would we put Martin Luther King? So we would have to have a category for civil rights in each one. <laughs> what would we do? Talking text line says sports, civil rights, economics, and justice. Mm, I would say I would I would give you pushback. First of all, those are four good ones, but I would give you pushback that justice and civil rights belong in the same category. Ken, you've really loosened up from when you first started. Well, of course. You know why? Because everybody has a cycle. We talked about that before, right? But that's why you're here, to make me loosen up, right? To make me go, oh, I didn't think about that. Yep, I'm not so stiff as people think I am. He's stubborn. Well, that's true. But I'm not as, as, as stubborn as people think. But don't tell nobody, right? It's just between me and you. Don't tell nobody. Keep it to yourself. Um, that's a very good one. But again, I would say sports, civil rights, economics. Is economics financial or, or are we looking at business? I don't know. We would have to narrow that down to the four and then use it for the middle. When I say justice, I'm talking more about policymakers. Nah, that's politics. I, I understand what it is you're saying, but I think it's too narrow. Policymakers. Because if, if that's what we're going with, we'd have to go with Senator Edward Brooke. The first black senator. The second black senator. Or the first black senator we hadn't had in, what, hundred some odd years? Okay, exactly. Got it. Got it. So then here's my question with the phone ending in 0823. Do we use policymakers as politics, or are those two separate groups? Because I think that's what's going to matter. What are your thoughts? 833-212-1017, live from the American Family Assurance Studio at Radio City. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. More of the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. When I say justice, I'm talking more about policymakers. Exactly when I mentioned Edward Brooke, it's politics like Adam Clayton Powell. You know who Adam Clayton Powell is? I actually, why do I know that name? Oh, Lord. Are they from Georgia? Lord. Did he run? Did he run for elections in Georgia? I'm, I'm done. Wait, no, who is he? You don't know who Adam Clayton Powell the is? The name rings a bell, I'm telling you. Adam Clayton Powell is a former United States House of Representatives. From? Uh, New York. Okay. 
I, I feel like I know the name. Did did we do the uh, monumental moment on him? But I, I I know the name Adam Clayton Powell. I He's can't. the first black man to be elected to Congress from New York State. Now look at all the greatness they have coming out of there now. <laughs> Killing, pushing people in front of trains, a DA that won't prosecute people. Oh yeah, it's great. It's great. Adam Clayton Powell was cold. Like dude was. It's just scary. Just like scary, like scary smart from Harlem. You're so right. Talking text line says, you show that it's cool to be educated. I, is, is, hey, is that a dig calling me a nerd? Okay, I accept that 110%. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I'm just saying, just, just be a nerd. Uh, Talking text line also says uh, publishing, journalism, medicine, industry, inventors, and agriculture. Why agriculture? That's a good one. <laughs> hey, Kyle, there's a Reggie has a message in here for you, dude. Come on now, first of all. Let's okay. You first of all, no, 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 no. I said I heard of the name, but you got to understand is that <laughs> what I have to understand. I grew up. Wait, wait, wait. I grew up in a different. Wait, wait. Let me, let me ask you a question. What do I have to understand, youngin? What you need to understand <laughs> is that I grew up in a different time, where I feel like a lot of us. First, and the man died in 1972, so he was out of office almost 30 years before, or uh, 28 years before I was even born. And he's not a representative from the state of Wisconsin. When did Martin Luther King die? He. His when did Martin Luther King die? They don't have a, a Adam Clayton Powell Day in, uh, in across America, do they? When did Martin Luther King die? Is there a movie that did Martin uh, Luther King die in 1968? No, the point which was how many years before Adam Clayton Powell? Four. But the point. So that's not a really good argument. No, the argument is that, that they were born before the level you. the level of notoriety that they have. We're talking about teaching in books. Adam Clayton Powell Jr. There isn't a chapter dedicated to him to in history books okay. across America. Time out. Time out. I'm, Time just, out. I'm, I'm talking about Time the education out. system. Time out. That's when you went and you admit that you went to Whitefish Bay. No, no, no. So what I'm got, saying, Bay yes, thing. it does. No, it's Adam not. Clayton Powell was in my history book when I was in college. No. When he died in 1970, I, I knew about Adam Clayton Powell, dude. You, uh, I guarantee you, anybody under the mm. age of 30 cannot, remi- cannot remember learning about Adam Clayton Powell. You in all are history the ones book. that say you have access to all this technology and all this information, and that's exactly what I mean. I heard you of got him. it, and you still don't know what to do with I it. Heard, I said I heard of him. Okay. I don't think I should be shamed. Hey, y'all, Kyle is for, back. For not, being, <laughs> for not being as knowledgeable. I'm glad. You should be shamed. I, I, I you know, I, you know, I knew who Shirley Chisholm was. Oh. Your mother made sure you knew who Shirley Chisholm no, was. No, the, the <laughs> education system no, did. No, 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 no. Again, predominantly white, suburban, no. is going to always let you know. Even in the city, I will even co- listen. What I'm saying, even in the city, they're gonna always pick a black woman over a black man. Oh well, I don't Come know. On now. I can't say his impact. Not Shirley, always. Sh- I'm just saying. Well, Shirley Chisholm, what she did in the sense of the one thing that she did was so great in the sense of her attempt to run for a president of the United States as a woman in America. That's why you know I don't know all the other stuff that she did. I just know right. that that's a big thing. And I'm not. What about Adam Reverend Jesse Jackson? Yeah, he, Reverend Jesse Jackson is good. 
I heard of him more than I heard of Adam Clayton Powell. <laughs> okay. I'm not, not I, and again, I'm not laughing at you. I'm I want to learn more about him because. Yeah, what, you need to learn what, more about Adam Clayton Powell. I mean, Powell, he's dude. the first ever representative from New York, so I mean, you know. Oh. I'm not from New York. So what about Whitney Young? No, no, I heard about Whitney Young. I know he has a school in Chicago. Chicago, yes. But I, I could not tell you exactly what Whitney Young did. <sighs> Lord, lords. We got a lot of teaching to do. We got a lot of teaching to do, and that's why it's Black History Month. Adam, uh, uh, Whitney M. Young Jr., and he died March 11th, 1971, in Lagos, Nigeria. Articulate U.S. civil rights leader. Why do, why do people call black people that can talk well articulate? Anyway, spearheaded the drive for equal opportunity for blacks in U.S. industry and government service during his 10 years as head of the National Urban League, the world's largest civil, social civil rights organization. He wanted to advocate about a, a domestic Marshall Plan. You know how we rebuilt Europe? We want to rebuild black America. Cold guy, like Whitney Young. Oh, okay. okay. Whitney Young. Unfortunately, died, and I believe he drowned. Oof. Did he and, drown or did somebody drown him? No, I think he drowned. Sounds like a radical. Swimming and drowned. Oof. No, I, I want to learn more. I love history, and I love learning about black history, so thank you to those in the talking text. Thank you, Dr. Ken Harris. I'll read up more on Adam Clayton Powell, Jr., and on Whitney Young. So I just don't know them by name, but I actually know the impact that they had in our society. So thank you, Dr. Ken Harris. Ask about Jan Metzlinger, um, Dr. Daniel Hale. Yeah, somebody mentioned him. Um, Harrison mentioned him. Garrett Morgan. You know who Garrett Morgan is. Yeah, Stoplight. And he's also what? Is he Alpha? Of course. Oh, I mean, they're all Alphas. All the great ones. <laughs> Benjamin Banneker. I was, I, yep, that's, you'll find out more about him later this month. But I guess Adam Clayton Powell is also frat as well. Maybe that's how I heard of him. Yes. Adam Clayton Powell. Yeah. Maybe that's how. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will let you read that one. <laughs> <laughs> Should I throw my glasses on? Yeah. Let me, you, would you like the, for me to read it? I'll let me throw the let me throw the music on first. Yeah, read here. it. Read it. Yeah. And throw then, throw uh, some music on because it's gonna it's gonna kind of it's gonna sting a little bit. Okay. Here. Oh, it's a new texture too. Each one teach one. We have a lot of catching up to do. No, uh, no, no, no. Oh. Go down to Al. Al. Kyle, considering our relationship, sounds like uh, didn't do our job. Oh, no, don't skip over it now. <laughs> no, read it. Read the text. No. Kyle, considering no. your relationship, sounds like. No. <laughs> I, I, it, it goes too deep into, I don't know what they mean by do their job. They did a good job. <laughs> wow. Dude does not know who Adam Clayton Powell is. Woo, Lord. They said whoever it is should be committed to justice, truth, separation, and fight. Separation? Separation? I don't know. We got to work on that. And the liberation uh, and advancement of black people. And they said, inquire at your local library. Yes, they still exist. Kyle, I think they're talking to you, dude. I deserve it. It's fine. It's cool. I can take it. I can take it. Categories of sports entertainment, same category. Uh, technology and science, politics, human rights, and media and business. I like that. 
I like that. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. We are live from the American Family Insurance Studio at Radio City. Thank you to Mr. Kyle Wallace for uh, returning all tanned and ready to roll, fresh. <laughs> and, the, and the very much educated Kyle Wallace. God bless. Take care. Tori Lowe's coming up. Hit us in the morning at 7 for MK in the morning. Peace out.